many are getting weak, many are failing, and many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an overcomer in this end time through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa. Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith, the Holy Spirit, and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is a senior pastor of Overcomers Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Kronipa Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's Word through His special servant. And now, today's message. Say, oh God, oh God, shower me with grace. Shower me with grace. Say, oh God, oh God, perfume me with grace. Say, oh God, surround me with grace. Say, oh God, let grace go ahead of me. Say, oh God, let grace walk behind me. Say, oh God, encompass my life, encompass my efforts with grace, with grace, with grace. In the name of Jesus, receive grace upon your life. I shall receive grace upon you. receive life. it. Is it when the grace of God is in the uh, race of men, the race of men become easy. Hallelujah. What are you talking about? You when the grace of God is working in the life of a man, his little efforts become increased. When the grace of God is at work in the life of a man, even his mistakes are covered. So even his imperfections are still seen to be perfected. When a man is covered by grace, if nobody tells you that this man is, has deficiencies and faults and mistakes, you will not believe it. You will not believe it. Why? Because grace is a covering. Grace is the influence of the Holy Ghost on the outside, on the inside, that produces an outward, uh, an outward manifestation of beauty, acceptability, pleasure, generosity, favor. So when the grace of God is working in you, you in your house, you know that you have problems. So, but on the outside, everybody sees you and says, ah, wow, what, what a God, what, what a girl, what a, what a guy. Why? Because the grace of God covers you. The grace of God covers you. The grace of God is like the makeup of women. Oh, my God, I'm, I'm going deeper. It's a woman you can see that there are portals in her face, man. It is normal. It is normal. Praise the Lord. She can do makeup and will fill all the portals. It's like using putty. Play the things. The women have called you that. You shouldn't play. Amen and amen. And you see, and everything has been covered. Everything has been covered. That's what the grace of God is able to do. The grace of God can cover you. And it produces an outward effect of beauty, acceptability. When the grace of God is upon your CV, your CV may not be the best, but you get a job. When the grace of God is working for you, you in the interview, you may be the least person, the person who performs least, but the grace of God will make you look as though you are the best. The grace of God makes a man experience unfairness in his advantage. When the grace of God is speaking, you may not be the best, but you'll be selected. You'll be selected. You'll be selected. Do you know that many of the people who are occupying top official positions in parliament, when you go to their class, they are not the best in their classroom. They are not the best. Many of them don't even know what the color of first class is. 
they have never tasted first class before. Great C students. Some of them cry the way they pass it is it is questionable. There are politicians right now, they are doing they, they, they have gone back to school to go and do some courses. Why? They want to cover their back. They want to cover their back. Listen to me, life is not fair. Life is not fair. It is not about how ready you are, but it's about the force that pushes you into a place. Tonight, may the grace of God push you somewhere. Amen. I said, may the grace of God push you into a place of advantage. Amen. May the grace of God push you into a place of favor. If not for the grace of God, Joseph will never be leading his family. Joseph, last but one, yet he became the head of the family. I see God bringing an, a, a, a divine exchange. Amen. I see the case of Ephraim and Manasseh happening again. Amen. Oh, I see the case of Ephraim and Manasseh happening again. Amen. I see the case of Ephraim and Manasseh happening again. Amen. Why was that an exchange? The blessing of the firstborn was given to the secondborn. Grace. 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 Somebody say grace. grace. Somebody say grace. grace. Somebody say grace. grace. You see, the most difficult life a man can live is a life that is devoid of grace. Nothing is helping you. Nobody is helping you. Everything you have to fight for. Everything you have to struggle for. Everything you have to suffer for. Mashakataya. That life is a curse. That life is a curse. Do you know that the first human being that was brought into the earth, he was supposed to eat without working. So in the mind of God, the things that satisfy are not supposed to be things that we suffer for. Are not supposed to be things that we suffer for. Mashaka Baranaya. May God cause grace to speak for you. Amen. May you get possessions that you never, you never worked for. Lucy, your amen is very weak. Amen. I said, may you receive possessions that you never worked for. Amen. You know the children of Israel when they go are going into the land of promise. They said they are going to a land that has cities that have already been built, wells that have already been dug, farms that have already been farmed. Oh, somebody's not getting me. 2023, you are going to get a certain inheritance uh, that somebody has labored for. Amen. I see somebody laboring for you right now. I see, I see somebody laboring for you right now. I see somebody laboring for you right now. Receive grace. I shall receive grace. I shall receive grace. The children of God, they don't believe. They don't believe. They don't believe. I'm speaking these things. Somebody doesn't think that it can happen. If somebody can, you know somebody can go and write an exam for you. The person has written an exam, but then by some mistake, the person's A, they made a mistake, and because you, your name starts with A, they said that, ah, your, your name is Aban, A-B-A-N. The other person's name is Aban, A-B-B-A-N. When they saw your own, they said A-B-A-N comes before A-B-B-A-N. And ah, before they write, they put the person's A over hey. there. Is that not a cheat? There are many cheats in life. Your own is not different. I say your own is not different. Amen. God is going to favor somebody. Amen. I said God is going to favor somebody. Amen. I said God is going to favor somebody. Amen. Somebody even just because of your name. Yes, Lord. There was a certain lady I ministered to, and she went for an interview. She was so tense at the interview. As soon as they entered, she entered the interview. She said, What's your name? My name is so so and so. I said, Ah, is that your surname? Do you know this person? Oh, I, I, I've heard about him. Oh, okay. It's my friend. The interview became family connection. Family connection. Family connection. Now they started working. They didn't ask the person any technical thing again. 
Now the person said, no, you have to make sure you get, you get this job. No, 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 you have to make sure you get this job. Now, the, even, so the interview was for a junior level position. They called the person back in a week and said that, hey, we are trying to upgrade it so that when you get appointment, it will be at the senior level staff. Nice. What, what was working over there? It's not strength. It's not effort. It's grace. grace. Listen, the thing that you have been studying all night for, you won't see the grace to speak for you. You'll be asking, how is the color of your eyes? <laughs> My God, God is going to confuse something in your favor. Amen. I said, God is going to confuse something in your favor. Your amen is so weak. I said, God is going to confuse amen. something and bring favor to you. Somebody shout an Amen. amen. After today, you will not miss opportunities anymore. Amen. Or even, I don't know, but I want to go into something, but the Spirit of God is just ministering to me prophetically because, ah, this is it. God wants to make somebody's life easier. You, are, you have suffered for too long. Is there anybody here you, you want to say that you are saying that I've suffered for too long? I need some ease. Come quickly, 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 quickly. I want to release some ease over your life. Oh, lift up your hands. I want to release some ease. You have suffered for too long on certain things. You have struggled for too long. Anytime I have to do it, I have to suffer. Anytime I have to do it, I have to go through so much. Anytime that it has to happen to me, things that don't seem to favor me. Let everybody be in one line, please. Make things easy for them, Lord. Make things easy for them, Lord. Lift up your hands. Begin to pray. Tell them, Lord, make things easy for me. Make things easy for me. Because I am your child. He said, this woman being a daughter of Abraham, that did not deserve to be healed. Lift up your voice. Talk to the Lord. Lift up your voice. Talk to the Lord. The grace for ease. The grace for ease. The grace for ease. The grace for ease. Easy marriage. Easy relationship. Hey! Easy appointment. Easy promotion. Easy financial breakthrough. Come on, receive it now. Come on, receive it now. Come on, receive it now. God is making things easier. As soon as I lay hands on you, you are receiving something. As soon as I lay hands on you, you are receiving something. Oh my God. Come on, tap into it. Catch it right now. Catch it right now. Catch it right now. Grace. Oh, the grace that makes the race of men easier. The days of suffering are ended. He said, come unto me, all who are tired and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He said, 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 I will give you rest. I will give you rest. Somebody lift up your voice. Tell the Lord, the Lord, give me rest. Give me rest. Give me rest. I ask 2022 is ending. Give me rest, Lord. Come on, pray right now. Lift up your voice. Give me rest. Give me rest. 
You have been praying that prayer to me for too long. Give me rest. Give me rest. Give me rest. Give me rest, Lord. You have been applying for too long. Give me rest, Lord. You have been writing that exam. Give me rest, Thank you, Holy Ghost. You deserve it. Oh, lift up your hands, Lord. You deserve it. You deserve it. Oh, my hallelujah. My hallelujah. Lift up your hands. Belongs to you. If somebody has power, my hallelujah. Lift up your voice. Yeah. What situation can it turn around? Every situation. 
How many? All. How many? All. It's yours part of the all. Yes. Oh, somebody then celebrate him right now. Hallelujah. Take your seats in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Open your Bibles quickly with me to the book of 2 Kings chapter number 7. 2 Kings chapter number 7. You know, for the past two weeks, we've been speaking about the God of the 11th hour. The God of the 11th hour. And we're speaking about God intervening in the situations of our life in the nick of time. Sometimes when everything seems, all hope seems to be lost, it seems as though we are the virtue or, or we have gotten to the point where we are saying that ah, nothing can be done about this situation. I better give up. Nothing can be done about this situation. Let me just resign within myself and then God steps in just on the verge of men calling you a shame, a sham and a disgrace and God turning the situation around and we have been uh, making reference to uh, the scripture in the book of Matthew where the Bible speaks about a great man or a rich man going to look for employees for his vineyard and the Bible tells us that at the beginning or early in the morning at the beginning of the day and I shared with you about how the Jewish day looks like from 6 a.m. Working time is 12 hours, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. So those of us who just like to work 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., uh, we, are, we are four hours short. Amen and amen. So if you are not giving it to your company, you should be giving it to, your, uh, to the organization you are working for. You should be giving it to something else to do with your life. Do you understand me? Your vision, your personal vision. If you have a business that you are working on that extra four hours in the day, you should be spending that time working on yourself, building yourself. Some of us, because we don't have a job, there's nothing happening in our lives. We are not developing ourselves in any way. You are setting up yourself for failure. To fail to plan is what? Plan to fail. So we need to understand some of the reasons for the Jewish success. Jews are very successful in almost everything that they do. In fact, everything that they engage in. If a Jew comes to town right now, he will take over the businesses. If a Jew comes to town right now and decides that he looks into the enclave and says that I'm setting up an industry in this particular vicinity or in this particular industry, he takes over. Why? They have certain principles. Anyway, that's not the subject for today. I'll talk about that in 2023. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us that at the beginning of day, meaning 6 a.m., he went out and he went to look for workers. The Bible said that when he met them, he negotiated with them for how much they were going to charge for 12 hours of labor. And they came to the conclusion that they were going to be taking one denarius. One denarius. So it meant that for every Every, every hour that they are working, it was the 12 of a denarius. It was the 12 of a shekel. So it meant that the, that was the market premium. That was the market rate. Listen to me. And it was not a cheat. Because in every industry, there's a market price. There's a market price for everything. So, for instance, you realize that hey, no matter which taxi you pick from here to Fadama, the prices are around the same. If it is 15 cities or 10 cities, you meet a taxi one, you say the same thing. Taxi two, you say the same thing. The prices of commodities are usually around the same. If there is any, 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 any extreme, then I, if it's very low, then you should like, maybe suspect the product. If it's very high, you should suspect greed. Glory or um, a scam. 
Glory to Jesus. So the market rate was that they were going to charge one dollar, one denarius, or one whatever for the day. The Bible said that along the uh, as they so he took them to his vineyard and he began to work. The Bible said uh, 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 somewhere about three hours later, at the ninth hour, he went back to the marketplace. The marketplace is uh, refers to the place where people are looking for job, people are looking for opportunity, people are looking for chances in life where they are. Is there anybody here? Are you at a marketplace of your life? Listen, if you are here and you are not married, you are in a marketplace of marriage. Do you understand me? So you are shopping. Hallelujah. And may you find your commodity soon. I said, may you find your commodity soon. They don't say the amen, but they want to marry. I said, may you find your commodity soon. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. If you are looking for a job, you are in the marketplace of, of job seeking or the marketplace of employment. If you are a, an entrepreneur, you are the marketplace of building businesses. Everybody is in one marketplace or the other. Everybody in life is seeking for one thing or the other. Some people, they are just looking for, for, for some fame. Some are looking for political uh, recognition. But we are in one marketplace or the other. So he entered into that market place and I see Jesus I see God entering into certain people's marketplaces may he locate you I said may he locate you the Bible says the eyes of the Lord move to and fro in the earth seeking listen to me as we are sitting here God is looking for somebody who people don't understand God is looking for somebody when you are sleeping God is searching when you are awake God is searching the Bible says that he neither sleeps nor slumbers he doesn't sleep so if he doesn't sleep that means that his eyes are open Gone 24 hours a day. Uh, I don't, I wonder whether when we meet God, it's with red eyes. The Bible says there's fire in his eyes. You see, red eyes. Hallelujah. Because he doesn't sleep. My God. Hallelujah. So he is looking. And God's eyes are not shut. Not, not just because he cannot shut the eyes, but because he's busily seeking somebody who, when his eyes, the Bible said the eyes of the Lord are the spirits of God. The eyes of the Lord, they are the spirits of God that move throughout the earth. And God is looking for somebody that he can be favorably disposed to us. Somebody that he can shower some love onto. Somebody that he can choose and say that I prefer you. The Bible said that we a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. We are a selected race. We are chosen. We are chosen. We are chosen. Somebody shout, I am chosen. Jesus said, you did not choose me. I chose you. Look, he's telling you that he's actually looking. He's actually searching. I pray for somebody before the end of tonight. Whatever marketplace that you are in, may you be located. Your amen will bring your miracle. I say, may you be located. I say, may you be located. Look, God is looking for somebody to deposit some $500,000 to start your business. Look, I've been talking about $500,000 for some time. Look, it, it, it may be something hanging in the spirit. That's why my spirit keeps going there. Why am I not saying one million? Why am I not saying 1.5? Why am I not saying 10,000? It means that somebody must. Oh, there is, there, there is an account in the heavenlies. People don't believe that somebody can give you $500,000. They don't believe you. But if you tell them the person give you 500,000 coins, they will say, oh yeah, that one is normal. Your vision is what is limiting you. I pray that may God expand your vision. I said, may God expand your vision. By the count of three, receive a higher vision. One, two, three. Take it now.
So, he went at the sixth hour. At the ninth hour, he went. The Bible said even at the eleventh hour. Eleventh hour means that it was just one more hour left for the work of the day or for the time of labor. And the Bible said that he, said he met them and he asked, why are you still standing here? They said that nobody has found us yet. I don't know who it is that is saying that. Nobody has found me yet. I've not had the opportunity yet. God is saying that today you'll be found. Come on, your amen is very weak. I came here to prophesy. If you are looking for me to do some exegetical teaching, I'm not here for that. I'm here to prophesy. I'm here to make a declaration. Ah, he said that, they said that nobody has employed us yet. God is, listen, can I prophesy to somebody? Next day, about this time, whichever marketplace that you are in, you are leaving the marketplace. I said, you are leaving the marketplace. Very soon, people will start putting you in their status. Hey, she's off the marketplace. So. He's off the marketplace. So. Am I prophesying to somebody? Receive it now. The marketplace of unemployment, they are, they are signing your letter. They are saying that ah, we, are, we are sucking you. You are leaving unemployment. I say you are leaving unemployment. I say you are leaving unemployment. I say you are leaving unemployment. Receive it right now. At the eleventh hour, he called. The Bible said that so they went into the market, into the field, and they worked for just an hour. I'm sure some of them, as soon as they were given their working tools, then the bell rang, grind, 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 closing, please. Hallelujah! Please don't do like we are not a bell prophet. I, I, some of you over here, you even some of the ladies were ringing bell. What are you talking about? If I check your match, you cry. You see, bring, bring, bring. Who has rang bell over here? Because when I step, I can feel some bell-like anointing. What are you talking about? And the way they were doing it with pride. Eh? Hey. When they go and they straighten their dress and they are going, where are you going? I'm going to ring bell. <laughs> what are you talking about? Some people, if it's not that like their eyes are open today, like they'll put it in their CV. <laughs> I was the bell. <laughs> uh, I think that way I'm saying maybe somebody is already in the studio. Bell boy, bell girl. <laughs> Receive. <laughs> now this one coming, you know, let me leave the receiving for another. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. As soon as they started working, they said it was time the work was over. The Bible said that the Lord told his accountant, his steward, that in the payment, oh, I love God, he should start paying those who came last first. He should start paying those who came last first. The Bible said when they began the payment process, those who had worked for just one hour, they also received one denarius. Oh, you are not getting me. That meant that ah, label shakataya. God was paying them, compensating their lost time, compensating the time that they had been there and they had been seeking and searching and nothing was happening. We, you, we do understand something about God. He does not like us to lose. So even sometimes when it's our fault and eventually repent and he connects to us, he brings restoration. Somebody, I see God about to restore. 
I see God restoring something. Have you lost anything? Don't be discouraged. Have you lost time? Don't be discouraged. We serve a God who is a master compensator. I see God bringing restoration to you. I see God bringing restoration to you. I see God bringing restoration to you. Receive right now. That meant that the morning from 6 a.m. to 5 p.m., God looked at them and out of his heart of mercies, the God of the 11th hour, he came through and he said that all the time that you have lost. Maybe there's somebody who should have been a billionaire by 30, but it's as though you are like at 35, 33, 30 something, and you are still struggling. God is going to put the latter rain and the former rain together. If you miss your former rain, God said that He's going to put them together and He's going to bring them unto you. Somebody in 2023, you are about to walk in a certain level of abundance. Somebody say abundance. I'm not saying say abundance, so abundance is not very heavy. Say abundance. You are going to Nigeria. Glory to Jesus Christ. He said you put the former rains and the latter rains together and you give it unto us. They received their former rains. God used that one hour of work. Do you know essentially what that meant? It meant that God amplified their results. God amplified their results. It meant that, you see, when you work for one hour, you should get the wage for one hour. But when they work for one hour, God gave them out for 12 hours. So there are two things that could have happened. Number one, either God some way somehow multiplied their efforts. Or some way somehow multiplied their results. I don't know which one that happened, but I know at the end of the day there was a multiplication. Listen, as we are in the last hours of our year of supernatural multiplication, the God of the eleventh hour. Maybe you joined this race only this December. Maybe you joined Overcomers Nation only just recently. Maybe this is the first time that you are coming for a meeting. But God who has been working since January is about to put January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. September, October, November, and it's going to bring it together in the last six days of December. Receive God. Receive that grace. Receive that grace. I said receive that grace now. Glory to Jesus Christ. So, tonight my focus is on the God of amplification. God my amplifier. God my amplifier. Listen, the microphone that I'm speaking through right now, it is it has it does not carry any effect. So what the, what 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 carries the effect is the is the amplifier. If there's no amplifier, my voice will not be sounding as loud as it is. Because an amplifier increases. An amplifier multiplies. An amplifier expands. The Bible tells us in Second Kings chapter number seven. Oh, proud to that there had been a famine. In fact, it was a, a yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. Holy Ghost, you are amazing. There was a famine in Israel, but that famine was an artificial famine. It was caused as a result of the king of Syria besieging the city. So nobody was going out and nobody was coming in. Look, most of, in, in our part of the world, eh, the famine that most of us are going through is human made. It is not a lack of resources. It is human beings 
wicked people, irresponsible people, leaders who are very selfish, that are causing millions to suffer starvation and hunger. People are sitting on loots that will feed 200,000 people. People are sitting on loots. Look, they go in there and then they go on the public payroll. We are talking, we are talking about how our, our, our income as a nation cannot take care of our expenditure as a nation. It's as though we are spending beyond what we are making. And yet, if you go to the controller and accountant general department and you check through the payroll, you find ghost names over there. You find ghost names. People are taking money on account of people that don't exist. And they are crippling the nation. They are crippling the nation. Yeah, man, people are going around. And, they are, and, they are, and they, the money that they are collecting, more than half of them is going into their own pockets. People, the famine that we are going through is man-made. And that was exactly what was happening in Israel. They had been surrounded by the king of Syria. Nobody could come out of the city and nobody could leave or, 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 or could, could come in or to go out of the city. That meant that food supply was going to run, run out because their fields were outside the gates. Their fields were outside their gates. That, 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 that's why some of you, please, 2023, learn to be a farmer. Go and start planting some of the things in your. Because if this dollar rates, uh, things change again, eh? <laughs> you see, your more will become Yamut. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. Even Gary will become expensive. So, I'm giving you a word of wisdom. Go and start learning how to do. Backyard garden, plant a little maize, a little, a little salt. They cannot plant salt. A little pepper, a little tomatoes. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Maybe the salt worker is the one influencing me over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> amen and amen. Uh, you the salt farming. Ah, it is prophetic. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> amen and amen. Hallelujah. Learn to do something. Go and plant some cassava. Plant some yam. You may need it. I say you may need it. You may need it. You see, some people, all they know is how to eat their mother's food and their sister's food. They don't know the cost of indoors. We can't, you know, I say, they are going okay. They are going okay. Shall we find them? Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. So, it was a man-made famine. The Bible said that the situation became so bad that people started eating up their children. And so when the king, King Ahab had it, he was so distraught, he sent his general to the house of Elisha because he believed that Elisha was probably the cause of the famine that they were going through. The Bible said that when he went there, on his way there, the Bible said that uh, the, 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 the Lord upon whom the king leaned went to, went, went to him, went to see Elisha and was complaining about the situation. So that is what led us to Second Kings chapter number 7. The Bible said that Elisha said, hear the word of the Lord. In the midst of a famine, what you need is a prophetic word. 
He said, hear the word of the Lord. Tonight, may the word of God come to you. I said, may the word of the Lord come to you. He said, that saith the Lord. Tomorrow about this time. Someone said, tomorrow about this time. That means that in a very short time, in a very short time, it will not take the usual number of hours, number of days, number of weeks. He said, tomorrow about this time, a seer of fine flour shall be sold for a shekel, and two seers of barley for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. So about an officer on whose hand the king leaned, answered the man of God, and said, look, if the Lord will make windows in heaven, could this thing be? And he said, in fact, you shall see it with your eyes. But you shall not eat of it thereof. May God deliver somebody from this case. Listen, you cannot be going to wedding and wedding and wedding and wedding and you not get married. God is about to turn the situation around. Listen, it has been you that I've said it that way, but it will happen. God will cause somebody to also come to your marriage. Listen, even if you don't get wedding cry, you come and you will be wearing a ring. Somebody is not understanding what I'm just talking about. Sometimes some of the marriages, they don't come with wedding. They come as a secret marriage. Last year, I prophesied to a certain lady that she was going to get married. As at the time that she, I was prophesying to her, the mother and the family of the man said that, no, 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 no. We don't want you in our family. No, 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 no. And it looked as though the man was breaking under the pressure of the family. But then she came to this house and the Lord said that, surely there shall be a turnaround. There shall be an intervention. Before the family, the two have gone to court and they have gone to marry. <laughs> yeah, but, oh. Uh, mothers in law, they have gone and they have married. She married even three months later before she even came to tell me. Answer. They tell me my image, you may be. why you found And people do that to me a lot too. <laughs> amen and amen. But Charlie, uh, in case we not die. We will continue prophesying. We will continue helping people. What do you think? Yes, you see, powerful. Because that's what they are also going to do. <laughs> amen and amen. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. We pray for something. The person will go and get And then the person will go and call the person's real family and friends. So, those of you who have no personal person being your major manner, please forget about love. <laughs> uh, love God. Don't think that it's because they love you. They love the anointing. They love that He can work a miracle for you. When they get it, they forget you. And uh, there are many people. There are people who have stopped coming for miracle service. They've received their miracle. What are they looking for? But they don't know that what they receive was just a small part of the grace. So they need greater grace. If grace works for you once in your life, it tells you that grace can work for you many, many times. But they don't know. They don't know. Amen and amen. Look at the number of testimonies that we have. This year alone, we have over 160-something pages of testimonies. Over 160 pages of testimonies. In total, over, over about 300 different testimonies. Individuals are the recorded ones. The unrecorded ones have not been counted. The ones on online have not been counted. The ones that they refuse to record have not been counted. Amen and amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Who are they? Who are they? I said, who are they? <laughs> they are there. <laughs> amen and amen. 
Hallelujah. So, if let's say even, uh, let's say the, uh, it's multiplied inside that, uh, then that means that at least about 150 people should be here. That many people don't know. They don't know. Anyway, let us continue our message. We are preaching. I said we are preaching. I said we are preaching. Come on, am I even preaching? Tell me I'm preaching. As you are declaring it, favor is coming on your life. Yeah. Who said this very well? Huh? God, the Lord will speak to you before you go. Give a clap offering to Jesus. As for these people, I don't know whether God will speak to them. They don't, they're not even giving me any instrumentals. I'm giving punchlines over here. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's continue. Is that tomorrow about this time? Tomorrow about <laughs> Either you will see it, but you will not partake in it. Why? Because you did not believe. Now, when the prophecy was released into the atmosphere, you see, it is good to be in a prophetic atmosphere. Sometimes, the problem that people go through is because of the atmosphere that they are in. Sometimes you can be in a place and there is a, a prophecy of death. It may not be a, a, a prophecy from God, but it's a spiritual word, a curse. Curses are like prophecies. They are predictions of a negative outcome. Blessings are prophecies of positive outcome. So, you see that people are dying and they are dying and they are dying. Sometimes the atmosphere that you are in can be the limiter of your destiny. And also the atmosphere that you are in can be the promoter of your destiny. He released the prophetic word. Now, this was released at the house of the prophet when the officer went to the house of the prophet. At the entrance of the gates, there were four lepers. The Bible said that there were four lepers who were in at the entrance of the gates of Samaria. You see, those were very stubborn lepers. Because they unlocked the gates. They didn't want the enemies to come in. Which part of the gates were they perching at? Which part of the gates were they perching at? Listen, in life, eh, if you are going to be casual and gentle, you suffer. You suffer. You need to approach life with a certain irreverence. There was no Hebrew. Share. If you want to see change in your life, sorry, I receive it, I receive it, I receive it. Even the way you receive it should be different. You should be somebody who is a provoker of grace, a provoker of atmospheres, a provoker of situations, a disruptor. You shouldn't be just another member of the family. You should be the one who's going to change the destiny of the family. And you must make up your mind that this is going to be what the kind of life that I'm going to live. Don't just be there and then, be there and then lying down and thinking that things are going to happen to you. Things, nothing is going to happen to you. I prophesy to you, nothing is going to happen to you. Sorry, Ben Grant, i I'm telling you the truth. If you just think there and you are thinking that things will happen to you, no. You should be very aggressive about life. Listen to me. Some people think that the reason why they are not enjoying opportunities is because they don't have money. No, you are joking. These four lepers were leprosy in Israel and Samaria back then represented rejection. It meant that you cannot work. You cannot have a wife. You cannot have family. You, you have been rejected. And you are kept at the gates. Even do you remember, do you remember the ten lepers that Jesus uh, ministered to? The Bible said they were far off. 
They were not allowed to mingle with ordinary people. Check the Bible. Every leper that Jesus ministered to, it wasn't, they were not in public spaces. They were not in public spaces. So, the lepers were at the entrance of the gates. Come on, I told you, you giving me the scripture. The Bible says that uh, in, in the verse number 3, now there were four leprous men at the entrance of the gate, and they said one to another, sometimes the best preacher and the best prophet is yourself. Many people are waiting for a certain man of God to come and tell them something. But what are you telling yourself? What are you telling yourself? They said one to another, why sit we here until we die? Think about that statement. Why sit we here till we die? Why sit we here till we die? Why are you going to remain in that situation until you are dead? You can see the situation is killing you. Some have been in relationships and the relationship is killing them. And it's killing them and they say, he will change you. He will change you. You will die over there. Why sit we here till we die? You have considered that situation, you are not seeing any change. And yet you know if you wake up early in the morning to go and do look for certain opportunities. You have been trusting that person to make that call for you. He said he will call somebody for me. He will call somebody for me. And up to now, no, but the person, there's no call coming through and you are still sitting there. Why sit we here till we die? Inactivity. Do you know that immobility can cause death? In, when it's inactivity. In fact, one of the signs of death is immobility. When your blood stops flowing, it begins to clot in the blood vessels. There's no movement. That's why if your heart, your, 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 your heart having heart failure, it means that your heart is becoming weaker. It means that it's not able to push blood. So there's what we call hemostasis. It means that the blood is sitting there and it's not moving. And when it's not moving, the likelihood of clot formation increases, which may result in deep vein thrombosis. That is when blood clots are blood. Listen, I'm, I'm showing serious matters with you over here. Miss <laughs> what? Deep day. Bible in final. Thrombosis. That is when there's a clot of blood at your extremities. And so, you can see some of those people, you see their legs becoming swollen and very tight and red and sore looking. It's not elephantiasis. It means that a blood, a, a blood clot has blocked a certain vessel. And so, and that it can be very dangerous. That can be very dangerous because when, you know, because the blood is still moving, it keeps pushing at it. If a bit of it breaks away, uh, that becomes an embolus. When the emboli are released into the blood, they can pass through the blood vessels and sometimes they can go into the brain. When they get into the brain and they, 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 they obstruct a vein in the brain, that's when we have infarctive stroke. God will help you. The rest of them, I don't know. <laughs> when it clots in the lungs, then you are going to have pulmonary embolism. PE. That's not physical education. 
the, so the, the signs ex- come like uh, corona. Many of the people that they said they died from corona, they didn't die from corona. It was pro- uh, pulmonary embolism. Blood clots are clotted in their lungs. And when they clot in your lungs, where would the oxygen go to the blood? And then to your body. So you'd be gasping for breath. And they say, ah, corona, I know. There was a certain professor. Oh, maybe so. I don't know if he's born again. So rest in peace anyway. <laughs> and kind of a saying, like me, so rest in peace. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. He was my, he was my lecturer. Did you? And he had just gone to broker a deal with a pharmacy school in the U.S. to partner. He had become the dean of a pharmacy school in UCC. And on the plane, you see, you see, when you are in a plane, it's a state of inactivity for a long time. So, uh, you see, you are very sharp. So, you see, you are following the, uh, you understand what I'm talking about. So, when, that's why when you, are, you drive a lot, every now and then you should get down and walk about. Because I don't know that, uh, your blood will be stagnant, there will be stasis and clots can form. Or you work in an office setting. And, so, most people who are BBT, they are office workers or pilots or long distance drivers. Because your body is in one position for a long time. So today I'm teaching you some. <laughs> and now some people's picture of me is changing. They are saying, "Hey, as of now, you're professing a professor. It's a friend of prophet, a professor, not prophet. A double, former and the latter rings. But me, me, you, me, kuzwa me class, no so. Hallelujah." But what am I talking about? Stasis. When you are inactive, why sit we here till we die? Look, if you have to go and write that exam again, rise up and go and write it too. Don't be sitting there and say that, oh, a miracle happened and I'll wake up in the morning and I'm in the university. Sister, brother, why sit we here till we die? Why sit we here what? Till we die. Obedient, you may be a miracle. It will go through. Yours, maybe you have to write it. Maybe why? Because the person will be sitting beside you in the exam hall could be your future husband. So if you don't go and write it, you'll be there. Some of you your future husband. <laughs> 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 Elective master. <laughs> e husband. <laughs> Remedial class. Amen and amen. But I hope you understand it. This is the wisdom of life. You need, don't be inactive. Do something about the situation. You want 2023 to be different from 2022? Don't sit there till you die. Many people, the year 2022 is dying with them. Just like 1st January 2022. That 1st December 2022. In certain areas of their life, they have not seen any difference, any progress. They were sitting there till they died. The year died for them. The year died for them. Look. I'm talking, I'm teaching, I'm counseling, but I'm prophesying. I'm prophesying. Why sit we here till we die? The four lepers decided to take their destiny into their own hands. And they decided to preach to themselves. They did not wallow in self-pity. Wondering, ah, oh, God, why me? God, why me? Out of all my mother's children, oh, I'm the only one who's a leper. You see your weakness. You want another person to also be a leper? Anybody you meet, who you see the person crying, why me? If you are giving the person shoulder to you, I'm coming. Because the person say, why me? In the mind, they say, why me? 
Why not you? <laughs> yeah, I'm better you. But it's true. Why me? Run away from why me before. Rather stay with people who say pray for me to bear this cross and to win. Why me? Why me? Oh, why me? Why me? Oh, why me? Why me? Oh, why me? Why me? Is it Avanti? Is it? I'm one of you. Yeah, chat track. Now, more person, more chat. Is it like this? Was like live worship, but this one is not live worship, but live something. <laughs> I, I, I'm preaching. <laughs> Run away from why me people. Oh. No. Get friends who are, who are aggressive like you. Who want to make progress. Who never say no. They don't take no for answers. They don't say no for answers. Get people who are wild. All the time are trying to look for ways to advance. Tell you what we for do. What we for do. What we for do people. Don't go and get somebody who is a at the bed, though. Hey, you get space for your bed. Make a join. On kind book, on 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 the internet, Facebook, on Facebook, no your business, not there. Or reading other people's stories. When will they read your story? Screenshots. Screenshot. Screenshot. Oh, gosh, gallery, my screenshots. Bed thousand. On fine, yes, Today, it looks like I came for some people over here. <laughs> We're screenshotting all the wedding pictures. Screenshot. No, no. Get active. Get productive. Get progressive. That one hour that you were mopping, you could have been spending time speaking in tongues because speaking in tongues is also work. People don't know that. You see, people don't pray, don't know that prayer is work. You say, I'm going to pray for one hour. Rebe, rebe, up and out. Oh, you see your phone start ringing. Or your skin is scratching. And then you say, hey, this chair is not at the right place. To pray, look, focus and pray for one hour. It is work. And listen to me. You are not the only person of it. Jesus is own disciples. If we don't survive. So couldn't you wait to live one hour? He, he came and lifted. And I know it because I have, I have disciples as well. Amen. He lived a prayer topic. Hey, and then he think that the area come and lack a posture to you. <laughs> then he come. <laughs> Why is it here to die? So, you are not praying about the situation. You are not making any research about the situation. You are not consulting people about the situation. You are sitting there till you die. I don't know, but God wants to dislodge somebody. That's why I'm staying so long on this point. Why sit we here till we die? Move out of that comfort zone. I see your miracle happening. I said, I see your miracle happening. I said, I see your miracle happening. He said, why sit we here till we die? And then, so that is it. That is it. How are you going to see God amplify your efforts? How are you going to see that miracle of amplification? I'm just giving you the guidelines. Number one, get a prophetic atmosphere. 
get a prophetic word, get a word from the Lord, get a word from the Lord. But the word from the Lord is not enough. Many people, that's where they miss it. They just receive a word and then they go to sleep. No, decide that I'm not going to remain in this place. Make a, so that the second decision, the second point, make a decision to enter into your miracle. Make a decision. Decide that you are not going to be inactive. Decide that you are going to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. If when God spoke to uh, Paul, Paul had just gone to sleep, do you think I will hear about Paul today? The man went to work with anointing. He went to work with anointing. Many of you are going to lay hands on you tonight. After I have laid hands on you, what are you going to do with the anointing? You will come back and tell me that the anointing didn't work. Because he didn't do anything about it. Shame on you. Why sit we yet we die? There's a prophetic word that is hanging over your head. It has hung there for too long. Why sit we yet we die? If I tell you that you are going to get a job, get work. Get work. If you receive a prophetic word that you are going to get married, get work. You receive a prophetic word concerning any area, ask the Lord, Lord, thank you for this prophetic word. What must I do next? What must I do next? And then you move into the place of strategic analysis. What? Strategic analysis. Look at yourself. Where am I at the moment? They said that if we go into the city, the famine is there. We will die. If we sit here, we will also surely die. But if we go out there, there are two possibilities. The Syrians, if they fall on us, we die. But if they save us, we are saved. So they decided that they will go into the camp of the Syrians. Many of us, we have not sat down to analyze our situation. We would have realized that the answers are right there. The answers are right there. The answers are right there. Why since we here to die? Strategic analysis. Look into your life. Look at your... You can do a SWOT analysis. Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and what? Threats. Some of you have not even heard that before. If I ask you what are your strengths, <laughs> Pastor, <laughs> please, I, I've been pastoring for a number of years. I've asked a lot of questions. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, Pastor, there are a lot. <laughs> you have never sat down. Please, after tonight, the prophetic word is I'm going to do a SWOT analysis. What are your strengths? You want to marry? Are you ready for marriage? What are your strengths? As a husband, your weaknesses, possibly opportunities and threats. When you are able to, and that's what they did. They did a sort analysis. They assessed the situation. Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats. So if we stay here, we die. If we go into the city, the famine is there, we shall surely die. Because nobody will help us. But let us go. This is the only, this one is 50-50. If they die, all die, we die. But then what if, what if many people, the fear of the fear of the unknown is what is stopping you? The fear of the unknown. What if they kill us? What if they save us? But these people decided to go against the fear. And then they stepped out. The Bible said the four lepers, when they were going, I can just imagine now, if you listen to me, sometimes you may not feel very confident, but still take some steps. If it doesn't work, fine, it doesn't work. At least you know that this, this one doesn't work. Or you gain some experience. 
you want to drive a jack, you don't even know where the which 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 if somebody gives you five hundred thousand dollars, I go and buy jaguar. You don't even know which website to go to or which which showroom to go to. At least dress well, wear your tie, and then oh, how much is how much is oh, okay? I think it's it's a little above my budget, but we'll consider it. <laughs> Amen. But it's about <laughs> your budget may be zero, but it's it's still a little above your budget. Your budget. Do you know your pockets? Do you know where you are coming from? But see, give some experience. Don't be just a dormant human being. I'm sure somebody got ah, this is the last miracle service, so I'm prophesying to you. I'm prophesying to you. Can't you realize that I'm bringing out the problems that you have been going through throughout the year? It's prophecy. If I decide to do one on one, I may say some and leave some. Or Minister some people and leave some people. I believe that what I'm doing, God is speaking to everybody over here. God is speaking to everybody over here. Next year, about this time, you will be laughing with amazing testimonies. Next year, about this time, I'll not be telling you about your problems. I'll be talking about your testimonies. I said I'll be talking about your testimonies. If you yourself sitting there and standing there, whatever will be your testimony. That's if you listen to what I'm saying. And next year, about this time, I'll be talking about SWOT analysis again. Please, change my message. I said, change my message. But I can only preach to you what you, what you need to hear. Do you know the amount of revelation that I have? But you may not need it. Because even the issue presented before you, you have not dealt with it. One preacher went to preach. And he was invited for, uh, to a church for a revival. And then the one he preached to our salvation. He made what I call. The three preached salvation. The three preached salvation. Now, when they close the three... The elders came to say, oh, the man of God, you are preaching so powerful. You are preaching so well. And you are preaching, and the salvation message is so good. But, you know, the people want a, a, a So can you change the message? I'll change the message when you repent. <laughs> when you repent. That is, you preach it because they have not yet repented. So God will tell you what you need to hear. Praise God forevermore. Why is it we here till we die? They did an assessment of the situation. And then they made a decision. Listen, your decisions are going to lead you into your miracles in the coming year. I say your decisions are going to lead you into your miracles in the coming year. May God give you wisdom to make the right decisions. Receive grace to make the right decisions. I say receive wisdom to make the right decisions. I say receive that wisdom now. Look, your amen is too weak, eh? Because wisdom is what everybody needs to. I said, receive wisdom to make the right decisions. Look, before we leave here tonight, God will show somebody a step that you need to take. A step that you need to take. Maybe it may not be the answer, but it will lead you towards the answer. Somebody, I don't know about it, somebody you're unsure of something, and you're asking God for a sign. Tell the Lord something that you want to see. Tell the Lord that, Lord, I, if, if I'm, I know I shouldn't fleece you, but if it is truly you, can you let this thing happen in this way? And watch something. Watch something. Somebody's miracle is about to show up. And somebody's miracle is about to show up. The Bible said they two step out, and when they went to the camp of the Syrians, the Bible said there was no man there. Look, I told you, a lot of times, what stops us from getting our miracles is our fear. Our fear of the unknown. Look at the children of Israel. They said, that, ah, the Anakites, they are too great for us. We are before them like grasshoppers. 
They could not even see the possibility of them defeating the Amalekites. You are going to slay giants in the coming year. I said you are going to slay giants in the coming year. Come on, your amen is weak. I said you are going to slay giants in the coming year. Any giant that has been stopping your family, you are striking them down. I said you are striking them down. Any Goliath, you are pulling him down. Say, I pull down every Goliath. Every, I pull down every Goliath that has stood against my, my life, my family, my progress in the name of Jesus. Say, Goliath is coming down. Say, Goliath is coming down. Say, Goliath is coming down. Lift up your voice and pray right now. Pull down every Goliath. Receive the strength to pull down every Goliath. Any resistance, any limitation in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, they are being pulled down right now. 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 Every Goliath, spiritual Goliath, mental Goliath, emotional Goliath, human Goliath, that has been stopping your progress into your miracle. They are pulled down right now. We cut them down. I said we cut them down. 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 In the name of Jesus Christ. When they got there, there was nobody there. Why? The Bible said that as they were approaching, the legs of four wobbly, hungry lepers, their steps, the Bible said that ah, shabra dalabaya. The people, the, 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 the soldiers in the Syrian camp, they heard the sound. Look, I said, for the Lord had made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots. Look, somebody's about to hear a noise. And the noise will bring you advantage. Oh, somebody said, I think that people are should preach over here. Somebody's about to hear a noise. And that noise will bring your miracle. I think these people also need some deliverance. I said, somebody's about to hear a noise. And it's the noise of your breakthrough. It's the noise of your testimony. It's the noise of your next level. Receive that grace right now. Let that noise arise. Let that sound go forth. I see your name in the newspaper, sir. I see your name all over the place, sir. I see your name in that employment book. I see your name in that university. I see your name in that school. There is a noise going forth. I said, there is a noise going forth. I said, there is a noise going forth. Receive that divine noise. I said, receive that divine noise. In the name of Jesus Christ. He said he caused them to hear a noise. Even the noise of a great host. And they said one to another. Lo, the king of Israel has hired. Let's continue. Has hired. Has, oh God. That the rest of that verse didn't come. Noise of horses. Even the noise of a great. Has hired. There's something after that. Has hired against us the kings of the Hittites. And the kings of the Egyptians will come upon us. So they heard the noise of a mighty war. So now we are going to pray for just a few minutes. About one or two minutes. But in the realm of the spirit it's going to amplify. They will hear it's like a whole army coming after them. I said they will hear it's like a whole army coming after them. Why the host of angels are going to work for you. The Bible says in the verse number 7. So in the twilight. That means that in the, uh, uh, just, uh, just when uh, wherefore they arose and fled in the twilight and they left their tents, it was somewhere around dusk. 
So the sun was setting. That's when it is called twilight. The setting of the sun. And they left their tents. You see, they have been doing other things. Twilight is around the time that they cook. People are cooking. People are getting ready for their, for, 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 for their evening sleep. The Bible said, ah, they arose and they fled in the twilight and they left their tents. My God. At least they could have gathered something. But you see, because God has caused them to be working to leave something for you, they will forget everything. I said they will forget everything. Did I not prophesy that somebody is working for you? Somebody is building a system for you to come and enjoy. Am I prophesying to somebody? Look, somebody is setting up a business and you become the manager. Receive it now. As I receive it now. As I receive it now. And they left their tents. And they left their horses. And look at what else they left. And they left their asses. Even the camp as it were. And fled for their lives. They ran helter skelter. Give me the next verse please. Mass satire. The Bible said when the lepers got to the uttermost part of the camp, they went into one tent, uh, and then what? And they did eat and drink. Why? Because the food was easy. The food was already there. Somebody was about to take their biggest blow. He heard the noise. He left it. Isn't it amazing that all of them had the same noise? You don't understand when God is moving. You don't see it when God is moving. People don't believe God, but God is going to move for somebody. I said, God is going to move for somebody. I said, God is going to move for somebody. That is the way, oh, all of a sudden, people will just be marrying in this church like that. Oh, one after the other. Week after week, we are doing weddings. We are doing weddings. We are doing weddings. That's how every week will be dedicating cars. Every month will be dedicating cars. We'll be dedicating lands. Over the education houses, uh, receive a grace right now. Did I not tell you that next year is a year of land? Did you hear what my, uh, my father came to say? Oh, somebody was not in church. They did eat and they drank and they carried silver and gold and raiment and they went and hid it. Somebody's not getting this. Uh, your face is changing. Your face is changing. As I was looking at your face, your face started changing. And it was beginning to look very beautiful and very pretty. Oh. You know, so for a moment I thought, I was wondering whether she had done some wedding makeup. You see the way the face changes. When they put on some kind of makeup, and then the face changes. Because as I saw it, my eyes, this, because the face was changing. And there's some sweetness and some rosiness. Sabero Your face is changing. Your face is changing. Somebody, your face is changing. Somebody, your face is changing. Somebody, your face is changing. Receive that change now. As I receive that change now. As I receive that change now. In the name of Jesus Christ. They entered into another tent. And they carried there also. And they went and they hid it. Oh. The Bible says in the next. Give me the verse number 9. Oh, Bashata. Then they said one to another. We are not doing well. This day is a day of good tidings. I said tonight is a night of good tidings. Today is a day of good tidings. Whatever you thought you should give up on. Today I've come to tell you good news has come. I said good news has come. Give somebody beside you a high five. Tell the person good news has come. I said, tell the person, good news has come. If the person is not giving you a good high five, look for somebody who, because this immorality has come into it. Good news has come. Allah, Baba, give a person a high five. 
tell the person good news has come. Good news has come. Oh, how will you be celebrating your car? Oh my God, my God, my God. How will you be celebrating your wedding? How will you be celebrating it? Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Good news. I hear the sound of good news. I hear the sound of good news. Oh my God, madam. Good news has come. Hey! Good news has come. Good news has come. Oh, come on. Some good news has arrived. Come on, give as many people I find. Good news everywhere. For every high five you give, it is a good news coming your way. It is a good news. Charlie, next year, some good news. Some good news. Some good news. Some good news. I see the angels bringing good news everywhere. Good news, good news, good news. Oh, I just saw somebody standing at the airport and giving high fives. Good news has come. Oh, good news has come. Oh, good news has come. Are you celebrating? My God, somebody will be dedicating your new shop. Good news has come. Your shop, your business. Good news has come. Hey, hey. I said good news has come. I said good news has come. Do you believe that good news has come? Give the Lord a shout. Good news. They said that it is a day of good news. He said, and then we hold it back to ourselves. Give me the scripture. And, and we hold, uh, oh, man of God, our peace. So if we remain in the morning, maybe some mischief will come upon us. Now, therefore, come. The Bible tells us that now they went and they went to announce the news. Tonight, I came as an announcer. They went to announce the news that something has happened. But it seems like normal human beings, whenever good news comes, they don't believe it. They don't believe it. They said, ah, let a few people go and check the place and see whether what they are saying is true. But this thing is true. I said, this thing is true. Next year, about this time, you'll not be sleeping alone anymore. Hey! Next year, about this time, oh my God, my God, your pockets are be talking for you. Next year, about this time, your seeds are going to multiply. Next year, about this time, celebration, celebration. I don't know, but I just saw some three people. They were saying, ah, this year, the way I wanted to bless Papa. But I don't know why things are not working. I heard somebody, I heard somebody, it's as though I heard it around here. Said the way I wanted to be a blessing to Papa. And then, next year about this time, I am bringing my gata. I am bringing my gata. I am bringing my gata. Good news. I said, good news. I said, good news. I said, good news. I'm prophesying to somebody. Something good is about to happen. Good news has come. Hey! Good news has come. They went to announce. And they said, ah, oh, maybe the thing is not true. The Bible said that when they went, it was true. 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 And the Bible said they began to gather. They began to gather. And truly at the gate of Samaria. 
about that time, about that time, one seer, three seers of which and three seers of Bali were sold for a shekel. A busum. I don't know about the Holy Ghost and men can't show me say a busum. A busum. Something is going to overflow. Something is going to overflow. Are you ready for your overflow? I said, are you ready for your overflow? Look, you do a little effort and many things will start coming out. Many results will start coming out. A little boy's lunch fed 5,000. How do you access it? I've told you already. Enter into a prophetic atmosphere. Can you send the prophetic atmosphere over here? Oh, can you, can, you, can you feel that there's a rain falling in this place? The atmosphere is becoming colder. It is not an issue. Because you have been shouting, so you should be getting warmer. Good news has come. There's a rain that is falling over here. It's the rain of grace. It's the rain of grace. Ah, even if this is off, so it cannot be easy. It's the rain of grace. It's the rain of grace. Something supernatural is about to happen to you. It's the rain of grace. It's a prophetic atmosphere. Oh, my God, my God, my God. My dear, come. Come. Oh, something more than gold. I've got something more than gold. The Lord says, actually, He's going to make things easier for you. Supernatural ease. Oh, Satalababash. Something more than gold. Ashatalababaya. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more inquiries, Visit our website www.ebenezaokronipa.com or call 0546-363957. God bless you.